0: Hello there and thank you for downloading this episode of Property Today from the 2nd of January. First up, I'd like to wish you a very happy new year. It's a pleasure to be here presenting our first episode of Property Today from 2023. And as ever, uh, I was joined by Mohamed Alwadir, the wolf of real estate. He gave us his analysis on all the latest property stories making the headlines this new year. And we also looked ahead into 2023 and got his real estate predictions for the next 12 months. We also caught up with Anna Skiggin. Now, she's the founder and CEO of Frank Porter, a short-term property letting management company. She talked to us all about the developing short-term let market in Abu Dhabi and Sharjah. And Mohamed Al wadir took all of your questions, including one that came in Asking whether a landlord can put a rent up by 32%. This is Property Today on the agenda.
1: With Morass and Dubai Properties for the most extensive real estate portfolio in Dubai. Choose Morass and Dubai Properties.
0: Hello there. Welcome back to the show. It eleven oh six. Welcome back to the agenda. Uh, welcome back to Property Today. And I do this every single time. Welcome to Mahanad alwadir the Wolf of Real
2: Estate. Happy New Year. Yes. <laughs> Happy
0: New Year to you.
2: I hope it's going to be an amazing year for everybody um- um, and I hope everybody buys a property this year and yes. uh, meet all their financial aspirations.
0: I can't tell you how boring I have got at dinner parties now because I can't keep on telling people that they ought to buy something. Yeah. And they always say, yeah, but the prices are really high. I was like, yes, but you need to look at it. as a long-term investment well, over 20 years. Well done, well done.
2: <laughs> but we can talk about this more today, hopefully.
0: We can definitely talk about this a bit more today. Do you know, uh, I've been on air for an hour so far today as you know, and I haven't yet mentioned the fact that it's actually my years anniversary. I've now no been way. hosting this show for one year, which Con- is very exciting.
2: Congrats! It's a very, uh,
0: it's, it's quite a fun feeling, actually, in many ways and, to have done the uh, whole 12 months.
2: And I have to say, you've done a remarkable job. Well done.
0: Ah, well, I'll give you the 100 dirhams for that compliment <laughs> later on. Uh, I'll give you 100 dirhams for every compliment this show. Uh, it's very that, well deserved,
2: honestly.
0: <laughs> well, thank you very much indeed. And it is lovely to have you join us because it's one of those You know, I mean, it's the turn of the year. It's an opportunity to look back on the most extraordinary year that I think Dubai has ever seen in real estate, indeed, isn't it?
2: Indeed. We're just uh, still waiting for the numbers to come out, but it's definitely going to be the best year ever for the Dubai think property ever, market. Even
0: pre, pre-bubble, pre even t- pre-2007? The, for
2: sure. And I'm talking about oh, the wow. number of transactions, which are estimated to close at 100,000 transactions, and also the value of the transactions, which is expected to hit 250 billion dirhams. So, we're all waiting. The numbers are going to come out very soon from Dubai Land Department. I but bet they
0: come out at like half past one today, just after our show. So we don't get uh, yeah, them and they go on the business breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I'm always in competition with the business breakfast for but, stories. But
2: I, I, I'm going to get you more insights for sure, because okay. we're, I'm in direct contact with the Dubai Land Department team Brilliant. and with the RERA team. So um, We'll
0: get it first. Yeah,
2: for, for <laughs> sure. It's been a remarkable year. Yeah. And it's totally different than any other year because it was marked with a lot of uh first ever transactions you know yeah. we've covered a lot of those the most expensive villa the most expensive townhouse the most expensive uh, penthouse or apartment the All most of these expensive
0: records. per foot per square foot we've Both. had that one exactly yeah it's just been absolutely bonkers yeah
2: it's a remarkable year and also the demand was so high i remember we covered projects for miras for example where they had over twenty thousand registrations interested people to buy for a release of 200 units, 204 units in blue water. So it's been truly remarkable and it's genuine demand. The difference is, I remember having a meeting just before New Year's at Dubai Land Department with the CEO of Dubai Land Department, Andreira, and part of the discussion was that the type of buyers is totally different this year because we're talking about end users, people who are buying with their own funds, not depending on mortgages. The percentage of mortgage Uh, property sales versus cash or actual funded projects by the actual buyers is remarkable. It's almost 80% in users with their own money. They're not speculators. They're not then, depending. They're on not
0: using mortgages at all. 80% n- are just... And to be honest li- with you,
2: it makes sense because interest rates have been so high this year. So it's really... But been
0: still, I got big money if, yeah. they, if they're doing it without a mortgage. And,
2: and that's what we felt. This year, we got a lot of um, um, high net worth individuals coming and buying there because they're settling down here. A lot of people just found the, the safe haven here in Dubai. They moved and relocated here. They bought properties, they invested, they bought offices, shops, and they, you know, started a new page. Um, The
0: knock-on effect is staggering, therefore, throughout the rest of the economy. If you've got these high net worth individuals who can buy homes worth millions of dirhams, I mean, multi-millions of dirhams, they've got a lot of, you know, dispendable income. (laughs) Of
2: course, and this is going to impact the entire economy. All the sectors will be benefiting from this because not just real estate, these people are coming and buying very big, you know, pricey real estate but they're also uh, settling down here they're hiring people opening companies and hiring people so creating jobs they're also paying for cars new cars handbags, their handbags <laughs> shopping the same um, in some places. sending their kids to school yeah. uh,
0: tutors know, coaches gardeners everything, yeah. everything
2: so it's affecting the whole economy it's really a, a very positive sign and if you compare it uh, you were saying comparing it to pre-economic uh, crisis of 2008, there was a lot of speculation there and there were a lot of people taking mortgages and that's what caused really the bubble yeah. uh, and the crash after because they were not using their own funds. They were using banks and then th- we had a lot of defaulters. Yeah, because they
0: wanted to flip and then all of a sudden they couldn't because the exactly. bottom dropped out the market.
2: Now we're talking about a totally new dynamic and it's very interesting. So last year was truly remarkable. <laughs>
0: okay, so I'm going to have to ask the question because... Obviously, it sounds pretty frothy. It sounds pretty bubbly. And I know that you don't like the word bubble no, at don't. all. You, yeah. you get really, it's so funny, your face freezes slightly <laughs> just, whenever just, I say just, it.
2: That's changed right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: It has, your it face It doesn't changes. apply in
2: Dubai uh, anymore, honestly. <laughs> That's why. But, this, but
0: but everyone who's, everyone who's listening is thinking it. So I, it is yeah. my responsibility to, to yes. say what everyone's thinking. Please, you're, everyone's you're, uh, thinking bubble. Huge, yeah. great, floaty, so, big bubble. So,
2: so ask, ask a question. I've <laughs> okay. been asked this question almost a thousand so, times since So when's New it going to burst? <laughs> when's everyone going to get uh, their fingers? is bad. I honestly honestly uh, and based on facts, not yes. just my personal opinion, it's not going to burst. It's just going to keep going with the momentum. This okay. is part of the cycle. The property market, any property market around the world goes through cycles. Okay. What was what's ca- happening right now is not a bubble. It's genuine demand from end users so there is no reason for us to feel that there would be a burst or a bubble that's you know uh, in the making mm. but what's going to happen definitely when supply catches up with the demand oh, we yes. will feel the market softening right yeah. the, the increase the, sh- the shape of the curve will mm-hmm. not go very sharp upwards anymore it will start softening this i would say will happen in another 2 years
0: yeah, when they, because they're announcing all these building plans now. It takes See? a couple of years to build them. Yeah. And then obviously prices will soften then.
2: Thank you. Common sense applies. It is right? common <laughs> sense.
0: But, what, but people will call that a, a, a pop, won't they? They will say it, it it's will a dip. Not,
2: It will not pop. I'll tell you why. Because yeah. it's the, the deliveries will be gradual. We're not going to have like uh, a bunch of units just delivered at once. Yes. It's going to be delivered gradually. And keeping yeah. in mind, we're still going to witness a population increase. And we're talking about quality population. We're mm. talking about investors yep. who are getting golden visas or people with degrees who are also getting golden visas or creators. And, you know, these are the categories that the UAE and Dubai is trying to attract the wealthy. So they're opening their doors and offering a very fruitful ground for these this kind of population to come and settle down. This kind of population, I don't worry about. I worry more about, you know, speculators. I mm-hmm. worry about uh, people who are just... Uh, uh, buying and not living in these units, staying out, you know, uh, not, not living here. Living abroad, yeah. Living abroad. So when you have actual end users living here and when you have an urban plan forecasting and we all know when Dubai promises or plans they deliver, uh, a population growth of 5.2, to reach 5.8 million, from yeah. 3.5 to 5.8, I'm not worried. I know there will be demand. But it all boils down to demand and supply let's see what's going to happen in the next few years i know developers now are very excited they every are very developer excited. i speak to <laughs> every developer i speak to is actually looking for land they're about to launch new projects so the supply is coming anyhow mm-hmm. which will you know contribute to a softening of this curve you know okay. it's not going to keep going up very sharply
0: Okay, so that raises a very interesting question, which I probably ought to save until a bit later on the program in, the, in your special Q&A section. Sure. Um, when everyone, if, if anyone wants to send any messages to Mahanad, you know, you can grill him the way I do. Uh, 4001, you can text or zero four eight seven one double five double zero. So do send in your questions about anything at all. Mahanad is amazing, can answer anything. But therefore, should I wait two years to buy?
2: Um, what are you going to do during these two years with your money? Because inflation <gasps> yeah. is so high. Money in the bank right now is losing uh, almost 6 to 7% if you keep it there, the purchasing yeah. power of your money. So if, I
0: had, if I had nerves of steel, I'd put it in the markets, which are down. But what if they go down further? So, yeah, that's the difficult question, yeah. isn't it? What Look, do
2: you do with it? Every other asset class, investment asset class, has dipped. Dipped that's a polite way of inc- putting it. <laughs> yeah, in- including by the way, gold, which used to be
0: oh, categorized
2: yeah. as a safe haven. Yeah. It's not able to even achieve a has above. that
0: gone down as well. Yeah, it's not able to, to
2: stay at the two thousand level, you know? Yeah. And, uh, so it's it's really not anymore a safe haven. Real estate is. It's a great way to uh, protect your funds against inflation because you get capital appreciation and you get the rent returns. And this is not just in Dubai. Globally, we've seen a lot of property markets benefiting because stock markets, even last week we were talking about uh, digital assets, um, virtual yes, that real estate. Uh, yes, yeah, was fascinating. I listened. It was fascinating. Yeah, Thank you so much. We missed you, by the way, last week. Oh. Um, NFTs are not doing well. Cryptocurrencies are not doing well. Um, uh, commodities are not doing Everything is affected. So, mm. except real estate. It's really the safe haven right now and it's the best long-term asset class because it gives you cash flow and it gets you capital appreciation if you sit on it for the long run, despite of any cycles. I've never seen anybody buy a property and sit on it for 20, 30 years and said, I lost money.
0: Well, there we go. So that is that is the the early morning grilling of Mahanad Awadiyah, the wolf of real estate, on on the state of the property market.
2: Uh, you know why I'm saying this? Because <laughs> I've been talking to a lot of people and part of their uh, you know plans for 2023, that new year, yes. everybody has like a health you know a resolution or, yes, or you do. aspiration, but a lot of people have financial aspirations. They do. And I really encourage them all to start thinking very wisely about how they're going to invest their money in this year.
0: And actually, coming up, uh, we've got an interview coming up. But after that, from 11.30, we will be discussing with you, uh, you part of your sort of uh, tutorial, I guess it yes. is, uh, we're going to be discussing the factors that should influence your purchasing decisions in 2023. So 100%. there you go. We'll, yes. be, we'll, we'll have you ready for investing in 2023 before you know it. Now, yes, coming up, we're going to take a little bit of a look at, we've just discussed the um, BBC, uh, there's a fire alarm going on in the building, but it stopped. Yep. Um, uh, coming up, <laughs> sorry, that's why I paused. It's, it's slightly disconcerting. Uh, better broadcasters than I would have just cracked on through. Um, but, yeah, so coming up, we're gonna, we've just discussed the impact on the Dubai real estate market, which obviously has been crazy. But coming up next, we're going to discuss the knock-on to the other emirates, to places like Sharjah, to places like Abu Dhabi, yep. where prices haven't soared in quite the same way, but maybe we are seeing an impact on the market there. We're going to specifically speak to Anna Skiggin, who's from a company called Frank Porter. Uh, They manage properties, uh, Airbnb properties for owners. So they've seen a real impact in in the sort of Sharjah and Abu Dhabi market. So we're going to catch up with Anna in the next few minutes.
2: Definitely very interesting.
0: This is Property Today on the Agenda.
1: With Morass and Dubai Properties. For the most extensive real estate portfolio in Dubai, choose Morass and Dubai Properties.
0: Okay, 11.24, you're listening to Property Today on the Agenda. Georgia Tolly here, along with Mahanad Alwadir, the Wolf of Real Estate. And Mahanid is making me want to go shopping it's deadly literally i
2: had to take the opportunity (laughs) under the air and just try to
0: (laughs) it's so when when we're not on air and there's a song playing or something like that mahanid tells me about all the things that i could buy if i had enough money (laughs) and one of the things one of the things that's come up really recently is really tempting it's really tempting it's on blue waters Uh, isn't it
2: yeah and you know what blue waters everybody who's been there they're great island yeah it's a great project full and of rich lifestyle and the, the interesting part about it, it's very limited in supply. You cannot have more Blue Waters properties. So when they launched, just before, you know, New Year's, they launched one building there. It was sold out. They had over 20,000 people registering, and it was very limited in number of units. I know brokers, buyers were fighting, literally fighting to get a unit there. So the good news is 14th of July, they're releasing the last and the next phase of this. January. Uh, sorry, uh, January. January. Oh my God! I said July. <laughs> Don't worry. I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. I think in
0: July people for, for, would queue up for yeah, itself. Yeah.
2: Fourteenth of Jan. Jan. Um, uh, they will be launching, and they have one, two, three, and four beds with sizes ranging from nine hundred twenty-five square feet up to three thousand and fifty square feet. And for the
0: high rollers out there, yeah, I like, I like my high rolling listeners.
2: <laughs> and they're obviously going to get amazing views of, you know, with the water. The well, blue you waters. get that
0: clear view out yeah. to sea, which it's you a- don't get almost anywhere else in Dubai. Exactly.
2: You yeah. definitely get there, the clear view. Yeah, uh, And you all can also or have the skyline view. Yeah, yep, yeah, exactly. And um, the payment plan is uh, 80-20. So during construction, 80% mm-hmm. and 20 at handover, which is expected to be in July 2027. Uh, definitely a great opportunity. Uh, it's a bit pricey per square foot, but definitely worth it because you're buying something that is truly unique within an established community. You're mm. actually buying in a project that has already been built with a lot of attractions. So if anybody is thinking of buying, definitely check out what Miras has to offer in Blue Waters on the 14th of January.
0: So I have a theory about Caesars Palace, that the area might become more popular in the future if certain laws change Around Caesar's Palace, maybe
2: we don't know, but definitely, definitely, <laughs> just the name by itself, it, yeah, it attracts a, a lot of bread. people. It is a brilliant yeah, brand. And fantastic. I, 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 Dubai, I, Dubai, Dubai, I in Dubai, the yeah. Dubai Eye is there as well. It's functional and it's very attractive. So, look, I know a lot of people who are living there and bought there in the early days are loving it. They made almost a hundred percent capital appreciation Already? since they bought. Oh my goodness! So, so it's and now the whole area is established and there is only one building left. Which is going to be released on the 14th of Jan.
0: Yeah. So, like I say, (laughs) I'm tempted to go shopping. Mohanad said it's about 280,000 dirhams as your
2: down payment. Down payment. The the starting from prices are from 2.85 million time to
0: reach in your back pockets, people. I, I don't think <laughs> I've got enough, if I'm honest. We just paid the school fees and rent for the next yeah. six months. so yeah, I don't think we th- could do it. This is,
2: this is an option, but there are yeah. so many other options, obviously. Uh, Dubai yeah. is beautiful because it has a lot of varieties.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Now, Andrew's looking cross because I'm getting excited about spending money and we have a guest waiting on the line to speak to us. Uh, so, uh, Anna Skiggin specifically is joining us. Now, the reason why we're speaking to Anna is because we wanted to look at the impacts of the success. Dubai property market the impact on the surrounding emirates and one way to do that to sort of take the temperature of the other emirates is to speak to someone who's involved in managing properties now Anna Skiggin is the founder and CEO of Frank Porter they're a short term property letting management company she joins us now on the phone hi Anna how are you sorry to keep you waiting so long I got excited (coughs) Hi, hi, I'm good. How are you? Very well, indeed. Mohanad is here with me. He's going to ask you lots of questions as well. Hello, Anna.
2: Happy New Year.
1: Hi. Happy New Year, guys.
0: (laughs) So tell me, Anna, I know that you were very busy over the festive season. In fact, you're probably still busy because quite a lot of the European countries are still on school holidays. Uh, Obviously, you look after after properties in both Dubai and in Sharjah. What type of impact have you seen on, on Sharjah properties specifically?
1: So Sharjah is quite new. Um, it's finally passing the regulations for short-term rentals, and uh, the uh, it's growing quite a bit in terms of the property amount. So, for example, um, already there's about 500 listings in Sharjah, uh, and I believe even uh, even a year ago it was less than 200. So you know it's it's really really coming up. Abu Dhabi is coming up. People are seeing what's happening in Dubai, and they want to emulate it in uh, the other Emirates for sure.
2: This is amazing news, Anna. So, Anna, if, if I may ask you, if I have money and I want to invest it in a holiday home, uh, which emirate would you recommend right now in 2023?
1: <laughs> well, that's a, that's a very good question. Uh, of course, Dubai is still the number one. It's about 20,000 listings. This is sort of the center of it all, the center for tourism. But Abu Dhabi is picking up quite a bit. Um, and we're sort of looking at Abu Dhabi as the Washington of, of the UAE, you know, sort of the political center and uh, lots of interesting things happening there. Sharj is very new. So it's uh, I think the regulation just passed a couple of months ago. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, all of these things are opportunities. If you have the money to buy, I think it's, uh, it's worth it's well worth investing.
2: What kind of returns are we looking at, Anna? Because I know a lot of people keep asking me the question, I want to buy a property and rent it. Should I rent it long term or short term? And I mean, it all boils down to the two things. One is the returns and also the peace of mind you get. Because, you know, a lot of people are worried about short term because of all the hassle or the expenses or the management side, which I know you can take care of. But tell us first about the, you know, the ROIs and then tell us about the peace of mind you can offer.
1: Well, it's, it's a few things. It's that as well as um, the flexibility of short-term rentals, right? Mm-hmm. So, for example, in long term, you, you have a client and they're there for a year, tenant. Yep. Uh, with short-term, you have tenants all the time so as an owner, it's very flexible if you wish to sell your property, if you wish to switch to long-term, you can do it immediately. You can't do that with a long-term rental. True. And this flexibility is one of the biggest reasons why short-term has been taken off. You know, So people have this Peace of mind in terms of being able to switch whenever they want. Uh, In terms of returns, it really depends, as you know, it depends on what you purchased it at. And uh, it really depends on the area and and everything like that. But we we say that if you compare it to a long-term rental, because the prices move together, uh, it's about 20 to 30 percent higher short-term than long-term.
0: That that's amazing. I mean, that makes me well. That's very tempting. <laughs> no one's getting twenty or thirty percent anywhere at the moment. How much do you go, Do you charge for your fees? What's uh, to manage the property?
1: So we charge seventeen percent. Okay. So uh. whatever the property makes, and of course higher uh, in the wintertime and lower in the summer
2: uh, And Georgia, just to clarify, it's twenty to thirty percent. Above what you would get above, on the long term, yes, 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 it's yes, not twenty yes. to thirty percent ROI. It's uh, it's above what you would if you compare it to the long term rentals.
0: That uh, that still, it makes that's that's still, very still that's yeah, still big, exactly. yeah. Though that does make a difference, yeah. though, because if seventeen percent was going on management fees, then I was a bit like, well, hang on a sec. But if it's <laughs> on top of your general rent, yeah. Um, can I ask, Anna? Did Dubai basically fill up this festive season? Did you were people looking to Sharjah and Abu Dhabi because they couldn't get uh, an apartment in a, a short term apartment in Dubai?
1: Uh, well, for sure. I mean, these are areas that are quite new. So, you know, if you want to stay in Abu Dhabi before, you you only have the option of staying at a hotel. Now, finally, you have the option to rent an apartment. So the the type of people renting it are changing. You know, maybe you would have gone to Abu Dhabi for just a day before, you know, staying in Dubai and just traveling for the day. But now you have the option to stay a few days because it's cheaper. Because it's more, you know, it's more convenient for you maybe as a family to travel to Abu Dhabi and stay a few days. So it's changing also the demographic of the traveler who's coming and staying in these places where they couldn't before. Uh, so for sure, for sure we're seeing a spillover in the other in the other emirates and we're gonna to continue to see it this year.
2: Amazing. And now one more question that keeps coming up. What about the legal framework? Uh, governing the short-term rental in these Emirates compared to Dubai? I know Dubai is more established now when it comes to that, but how how does it work if I'm in Abu Dhabi or in Sharjah and I have a short-term rental? I mean, do the laws and regulations protect all the stakeholders, you know, the landlords, the tenants? How, how does it work?
1: Yes, yeah, so it works very similar. So they're very separate. So there's a one governing body for all the Emirates, of course, but everyone is kind of learning from each other. And it's quite similar uh, in Abu Dhabi. They're they're also updating their laws, seeing what works. We actually were the first company to get our license in Abu Dhabi. And this was uh, earlier last year. Yes. But, you know, even since then, the laws have been updated in terms of the fees. So it's a percentage. They're trying to make it a little closer to the hotel. So they're charging a percent instead of the um, uh, 10, uh, sorry, instead of the 10 dirhams per night as it is here. So there is a percentage. So it's, I mean, I think it's evolving a lot. They're seeing what works, what doesn't. For example, Abu Dhabi has a rule that you can only rent one property per owner, mm-hmm. which obviously is not very convenient for people who want to have multiple properties. So they're changing this law, I believe. So, you know, there's, there's a lot of movement with the regulation as well. But I think it's going to be very similar to what's happening in Dubai.
2: And how do you uh, expect the market to move in 2023? Are you uh, optimistic about it for the short-term rental? Or you think it's going to keep the same momentum?
1: I'm optimistic. I don't think it's going to be a crazy, maybe boom, as we saw over the COVID period, after, right after COVID. Yep. I think maybe it's going to move, um, move a little bit, but not so aggressively. Uh, we're seeing a lot of new areas open up, exactly like with the examples of Abu Dhabi and Sharjah and new areas of Dubai. So we're seeing more people being able to travel to Dubai into these places because they can rent an apartment. Uh, so we're seeing, you know, we're seeing a lot of movement. And I think we're going to continue to see it, maybe not as aggressively as two years ago, but we're going to see it anyway.
0: Anna, it's been a great pleasure to have you on the radio. Thank you so much for joining us. And I know it was at short notice, so thank you for taking the time on your New Year's day after day whatever we're calling it. <laughs> uh, but it's been a pleasure to have you. That was Anna Skiggan, uh, founder and CEO of Frank Porter. They're a short-term property letting management company. Up next, uh, Mohamed Alwadir will be taking your questions. Uh, and also, he will be uh, telling you about the factors that you should bring into play uh, when you're thinking about purchasing in 2023. This is Property Today on the Agenda.
1: With Morass and Dubai Properties, for the most extensive real estate portfolio in Dubai, Choose Morass and to buy properties.
0: Hello there, welcome back to the show 1139. You're listening to Property Today on the Agenda with George Atolli and Mahanid still w- He's Still here. He's still here. He's still the wolf. He's still here. He's still taking your questions. We've just gone through a few of them that have come in. He's happy to answer all of them. Very Those, interesting. Yeah, they'll be coming through in the next few minutes. You've still got time to send some in, so do go ahead. 4001 is the text, or you can WhatsApp for free, 04871 uh, But Mahanid has a... a each week, we do a sort of special spotlight on a certain piece of advice yeah. that Mohammed focuses on. Uh, what are you going to do this week? I,
2: I think I I thought it would be very interesting to talk about how to invest correctly at the beginning of the year. Because yes. as I mentioned earlier, a lot of people have one of their objectives for the year is to start becoming more, you know, uh, sound. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And sorting out their financials. So yes, investing is definitely part of it. What I recommend for people, whether they're investing in real estate or any other asset class, First of all, you need to um, set your objective very clearly and be realistic. Because it's like, I know everybody at the beginning of the year, they want to get super fit. So they go spend tons of money on gym subscriptions and food plans. But they never
0: go after January. Yeah,
2: and actually, you know what happens? They they don't go and they get depressed and they start eating more and they get themselves in trouble. You just feel bad about yourself. So be realistic. The (laughs) same thing applies to investment. Set your objectives very clearly. Um, Exactly decide, are you looking to buy a property to live in it this year? or to save rent, because rents are going high as well, or do you want to invest in a property that can get you a second source of income? So make sure you clearly have a very defined um, objective. And the second advice would be to set your budget correctly as well, because whether you're buying a house to live in it or for investment, you need to set the correct budget. Don't stretch yourself too much and um, just be very careful about it. And you need to plan the financials you know well because there are expenses you have to take into consideration when buying a property. It's not just I can afford a 1 million dirham property for example and that's all you have to worry about. No, there are so many fees like the transfer fees, the commission, uh, the service charges that you have to pay. Um, So a lot of added on expenses that can go sometimes up to 8 or 10%. So you need to account for that as well. The down payment, how are you going to source it? Are you going to borrow money or are you going to fund it from your own funds? Um, So please make sure you budget properly. Mm-hmm. And the next step, choose the right property. So it's you have a lot of options and a lot of opportunities, um, whether you buy off-plan already, apartment or villa, buy off-plan um, um, here in Dubai or other Emirates. Yeah, the fundamentals have to apply. Study the options very carefully, look at demand and supply, the location, the quality, the reputation of the developer, um, the layouts, the price, per square foot, not just the price, and also the payment terms. So study these details very well. It's the biggest investment you will make in your life, buying a property. So make sure you give the process justice.
0: So I'm very interested in specifically by the price per square foot because earlier you mentioned that the, these apartments in Blue Waters that are about to come on sale on the yep. 14th of January. You said there is it is quite high per yes. per square foot, but worth it.
2: But worth it for that area for yes. sure in prime areas. So and you know what? Yeah. Next week, let's talk about the difference between price and price per square foot. I'll, I'll maybe. Oh, okay. Yeah. So so that's a tease for next week. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> let's let's just define the difference because a lot of people uh, end up buying properties thinking they got themselves a good deal, but they actually did not because the price per square foot is so high in an area or a project that does not deserve that kind of price per square foot.
0: Can you get a mortgage on a property that's not built yet?
2: Can of, you? D- of course, but the down payment is higher. because. Yeah. And the reason is because banks know the risk involved with offline properties, especially if it's not from a reputable developer. So typically, the banks will ask you for, for a 50% down payment okay. for a property that's not ready if you want to finance it. So you have to pay 50% of the price in advance. That's how the banks feel secure. If it's a ready property, you will pay as low as 20%, sometimes 15%.
0: And so, for example, if you were going to buy one of these apartments, you know, you put your name down, you managed to put the deposit down. And yeah. then for is it that every year you have to give a bit more money?
2: Uh, according to the payment plan, which is linked to the milestones of construction, and okay. you pay it in the escrow account, the trust account for that project, which is registered and secured and governed by Dubai Land Department and RERA. So you pay there in installments, which can be every quarter or every six months until completion. At completion, you're asked to pay 20%, which okay. means you've paid more than 50%. And anyway, when it's ready, you don't need that much of a down payment. That's and can
0: you get mortgage banker help through that process? Of
2: course, you can put the down payment, immediately go to the bank, and yeah. they will ask you to just pay, for example, if the down payment is 10%, yeah. the bank will ask you to pay an extra 40% and so then them. and then they mortgage the rest.
0: Okay. Oh, they, oh that's they interesting. They take care of the rest and yeah. you
2: pay it over, let's say, 15, 20 years.
0: Okay. Yeah. Ah, That's good. Okay. And so if you're thinking ahead to 2023, I mean, there's a question come in here uh, saying, is it a good time to buy in Dubai? Or would you recommend another country? Now, that's a question from Ladrek.
2: It's very interesting. Dubai definitely has become the most sought after market globally. A lot of people are just flying in, settling down, buying a lot of properties from all over the world. The numbers actually confirm that in 2022. And we all believe, and this is not my personal opinion, it's based on so many uh, fact-based reports yeah. from the government and very reputable organizations, that the trend will continue for the next at least two years. So uh, Dubai has been you know, doing very well and will continue to do so. But nevertheless, there are other lucrative pockets around the world that offer very good opportunities for buyers. Uh, it depends on your objective and how you want to go about it and how much do you know about that market. Uh, I remember in one of our episodes, maybe they can go back to the podcast, we spoke about the 20 factors that define uh, or or uh, position any market to be a, a suitable market for investment in it. Yeah. So, if people listen to it, there are so many factors you have to take into consideration to decide if this city or this country is worth investing in or not.
0: Yeah, if you want to check out those podcasts, in fact, if you want to download the whole series uh, of what we've done so far, you just need to go to Property Today on the Dubai Eye website. So that's Dubai1038.com. And then just if you look in the podcast section, you'll be able to find uh, Property Today. Right now, uh, up next, we are going to be asking Mohammed questions, your questions specifically anything to do with real estate, property, buying, renting, the investing, whole nine yards building. investing, <laughs> building, selling, all of it. He yep. knows he knows it all. He's ready, he's ready to answer. This is Property Today on the Agenda.
1: With Morass and Dubai Properties. For the most extensive real estate portfolio in Dubai, choose Morass and Dubai Properties.
0: Hello there. Welcome back, Property Today on the Agenda. Georgia here with Mahanad Alwadir, the wolf of real estate. And it's that moment of the week when we get to grill Mahanad. Or you do. I get to do it all the time w- with pleasure.
2: <laughs> I'm, I'm here, <laughs> and we'll give short and sweet because we have we got answers. So many. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I also, what's brilliant is I can never scare you, even though I try and like really, like I'm like I've got so many questions for you, yeah. and they're really <laughs> difficult. He never cares. He's always how can I say? I'm just going to go up to the top of this. Here we go. Okay, sure. so uh, there's two thing is is that I've just done a competition, so the text lines are just going. I competition, and I'm trying to pull yeah. out the ones. It's that an
2: amazing movie, so whoever is. gets it, congrats. In yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: exactly. Okay, here we go. Uh, this one from Ju- uh, Judy. Sorry if I'm saying it wrong, or. Well, Gaudi. Our landlord has sent us a rent increase letter with a 32% increase, mm-hmm. stating that this is in line with the current market rate. And if we don't agree, he will evict us. Can he do it?
2: No, they cannot. As per decree uh, 43 of 2013, which empowers the rent calculator, the maximum rent increase, annual rent increase is 20%, and it has to be justified according to the market rate. So in this case, they cannot. And if they want to evict them, they have to go through the right process as per law 33 of 2008. If they have not violated any of the terms of uh, you know, the law, Um, they can only evict them if they want to sell the property or if they want to move into it or if it has to be demolished or fully renovated, which I don't think this applies here. So they're safe. They just need to go to the rent dispute center, file a case, deposit the checks there as per the legal rent increase and things will be okay for them. Yeah,
0: so I mean I know that Ju- Ju- Judy, sorry I'm probably saying this wrong, Judy, I know it's an incredibly stressful time and we've had yeah. loads of people text in because obviously landlords are seeking to take advantage of the rising market.
2: And it's expected because of what's happening in the market. You yeah. know Landlords are becoming greedier every day mm. but this is how it is unfortunately. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but don't worry, like genuinely if you go to RERA there is a very clear process, lots of people have gone through it and uh, and and it's not scary. Like yeah. I mean y- y- the, with, the, the, with rent,
2: the Rent Dispute Centre will definitely take care of them so they should not worry at all about this
0: good news Uh, okay here's a question that I know you've been asked before Uh, it's from Kim I heard that rent rises are going to fall by March 2023 please say it's true Uh,
2: no (laughs) it's not true and I don't know who came came up with this uh, uh, rumor
0: how many times Uh, have you been asked now
2: uh, more than ten times, even today, in the, in the Arabic show, one of the presenters on the show asked me this, and I looked at him. I was like, "Where are you getting this from?"
0: I just googled it. I don't know where it's coming you from. It's know, going through I, the.
2: I just have one thing to say for them: whoever tells you what's going to happen in the future, yeah, it's not true because nobody can predict it. Even I, nobody can. Yeah, we can just based on facts, historic data, and where the trends are going, anticipate if the momentum will continue or not. But to to predict that will be a crash on a certain month. This is really outrageous. I don't know who's coming up with they this Yeah, Literally, rumor. I said
0: March the but, 19th. But but, <laughs> but honestly,
2: if you read any reports, we had even Knight Frank the other day here on the show, and yeah. they're predicting an almost 15% increase next year, average increase, which means yes. there are properties that will increase more. If you look at any reports from Dubai Land Department, any reputable, you know, organization, they're going to tell you that the momentum is expected to continue.
0: Absolutely. Okay, so Ricky, another question has come in from Ricky. Uh, he said, good morning and happy new year. Thank you. Uh, Mahanid, please convince me as an investor why I should buy now when the market is high. And he's quote, he's got a quote. Yep. It says, uh, fearful when others are greedy and greedy when others are fearful.
2: That's Warren Buffett's uh, quote. And, and I don't need to convince him. He just needs to think how much it will cost him if he keeps his money in the bank and not invest it in any proper uh, asset class because keeping your money in the bank, you're actually losing because of inflation. So right now he should be very scared if he keeps his money there and hence he should invest. I don't need to convince him. He there needs to go. just do the math.
0: Ricky, <laughs> you need to do the math. There we go. And Nahid says, where can I get a signed copy of Mohanid's book? Tell me about your book.
2: Thank you very much. Uh, actually, last year, we sold more than 90,000 copies of Landlording. Um, it's, the it's the best-selling real estate book in the Middle East, which makes me super happy. I didn't know about this. <laughs> You're going to get the copy next week, I yeah, promise well, you. Then you then and then Andrew I will know. The team. But, but uh, you can get it from any of the you know bookstores, any of the online portals uh, they're available there if you want bring it here I'll sign it for you or to my office or uh, there is an email from the uh, uh, publisher which you can just email them if you go online and just google it you'll find it thank you very much oh
0: that's lovely <laughs> yeah. uh, okay and this person who uh, just has a diamond as their name which I approve of huh. uh, and they call you Lord Wolf which I think is a promotion that you deserve thank you <laughs> um, it was great to see you on a horse on TV <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah this was on Myanmar this week's episode I had an b- amazing uh, guest um, he, he actually owns the, the most beautiful horses on planet earth he's, he's oh. won the global championship in belgium for four years in a row
0: and he sat and, you on one
2: and guess what he decided to relocate to dubai so oh, he got what? in touch with me his name is mohammed sheik and he's an amazing amazing investor and he loves horses so <laughs> i had to part of the process we had he said you know what um, i and just for your info i don't like horses uh, i don't trust them <laughs> well
0: actually this person <laughs> says there was a nervous aura exactly about you. i'm sure
2: he saw that yeah so it was a funny episode but definitely we had a lot of real estate talks but yeah at the And we had to go through the horse riding. Brilliant. Well he's got a
0: very quick question we've got 30 seconds to ask it. it. So he needs to buy or she needs to buy a one bedroom apartment which area is better marina blue waters or city walk and I like this bit cash is no problem.
2: Uh, Cash is no problem blue waters.
0: Ah, okay. There we go. Followed by? City
2: walk and then Marina. And then Marina. There you go.
0: There's your order. Fantastic. Amazing show as always, Mahana. Thank Thank you you. so much. It's been so much fun. We will be back next week to do it all again. If you missed it or if you want more advice, just make sure you go and check out our podcast. Go to DubaiI1038.com and look for property today.